Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Before we get to the headlines, you may want to know... Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera is back. Broadway's longest-running musical returns to Manila. You have until March 31 to catch it at the Theater at Soler. Now the headlines. Budget Secretary Benjamin Jokno is President Duterte's surprise appointment to head the Banco Central. We'll tell you about Jokno and the challenges of his new post. Road accidents are now the world's leading killer of 5 to 29-year-olds. Are we doing enough to address the issue? It is National Women's Month and later on we'll discuss one emerging factor that is becoming more important to more and more women entering the workforce. If you want to recruit or keep your best people, you will want to keep this in mind. The Office of the Ombudsman says there is enough evidence to indict ex-Senator Jingo Estrada on charges of plunder. But we won't be talking about Jingo Estrada nor even about corruption. We won't take on the details of that case. Instead, we ask our legal expert, what is an indictment anyway? Yan po ang headlines. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Out of the budget department and sent to the Banco Central, Benjamin Diokno is now the governor of the Central Bank of the Philippines. This is the first time in 20 years that an outsider has been appointed chief of the BSP. Diokno succeeds Nestor Espinilla, who passed away recently due to tongue cancer. Most recently, Diokno was mostly in the news as he locked horns with congressmen on the delayed passage of the national budget. He was the subject of corruption allegations by House Majority Leader Rolando Andaya. The congressman claims Jokno's in-laws got kickbacks from infrastructure projects using dummy contractors. After a couple of showdowns at the House, Jokno stopped going to congressional budget hearings. He was even cited in contempt for ignoring a House subpoena. But now, as governor of the Banco Central, Jokno is out of Congress' reach. He will take charge of all the dealings of the Monetary Board, from setting key interest rates to determining the supply of money circulating in the Philippine economy. He also decides when or how much to control or let loose the peso exchange rate. Critics point out Jokno's being an outsider and President Duterte's having overlooked career deputy governors. As former budget secretary for the Estrada and Duterte administrations, moreover, some will cast him as a political entity for what should be an independent body. On paper, however, Jokno could make a case as a good fit. He is an economist, a professor at the University of the Philippines with experience in both fiscal and monetary policy. 
the Duterte administration vouches for his integrity and dismisses charges of his alleged corruption. Jokno himself claims that his run-in with congressmen has to do more with reforms he is trying to put in place for the budget system. Road traffic injuries are now the leading cause of death for those aged 5 to 29 years old. That is worldwide. And that is according to the World Health Organization's Global Status Report on Road Safety 2018. In the Philippines, 12 out of every 100,000 people are killed in traffic-related incidents. That rate is 50% higher than what it was just a decade earlier, in 2007, when there were only 8 Filipino road accidents fatalities for every 100,000 deaths. WHO says some basic rules and policies have been proven to save lives. Countries need national speed limits, anti-drunk driving laws, seat belts must be required for drivers as well as passengers. And helmets, we have to be stricter about helmets, especially with the growing number of motorcycle riders in our traffic-clogged streets. Here are some other practical reminders and recommendations from the WHO. The faster a vehicle is moving on the road, the more likely it is to be involved in a crash. Speed management interventions can influence a driver's speed. Set speed limits appropriate to the function of the road. Enforce speed limits using speed cameras to identify offenders. And applying appropriate penalties such as demerit points on a driver's license. Modify roads to calm traffic, particularly where road users mix with chicanes, roundabouts, road narrowing and speed bumps. Finally, require car makers to install new technologies that can warn speeding drivers or even slow down the vehicle for them. Backdrop by the global Me Too movement and just in time for National Women's Month, a new report says companies that want greater success in recruiting and keeping employees had better have stronger anti-sexual harassment policies and programs. More employees, women especially, expect and demand that companies be able to protect them from harassment at work. This is according to the 2019 Global Talent Trends Report released recently by LinkedIn. The networking website based their findings on a survey of 5,000 human resource professionals, case studies, and expert advice, among others. What are some of the most effective ways to address harassment in the workplace? Human resource professionals say it's important to promote ways to safely report harassment and to establish zero-tolerance policies. Another recommendation is to hold training sessions and to raise gender diversity at the leadership and management levels. At an international labor organization conference last year, a trade union representative from Zimbabwe, Fiona Magaya, echoed the recommendations from LinkedIn's report. What we have done is the Zimbabwe Congress of Trade Unions. We have uh, been uh, educating our workers um, sensitizing them on violence and harassment and the negative effects of that. We have also um, been assisting our affiliates to do gender policies that incorporate sexual harassment. And we have also been encouraging our affiliates to formulate sexual harassment policies. That's what we have done. 
Um, but I believe we need much more than that because uh, we still don't have um, a safe reporting uh, measures or systems in place. The office of the Ombudsman says they have more than enough evidence to indict former Senator Jingoy Estrada on charges of plunder in relation to his involvement in the PIDAF scam. Estrada is accused of having taken over 70 million pesos in kickbacks from alleged pork barrel scam mastermind Janet Limnapolis. Now that case is nothing new. It's already taken years just to get to this point. In the meantime, his lawyers stress Estrada is innocent until proven guilty. He has merely been accused and indicted. But what exactly does indictment mean? We asked Ted Te, ex-Supreme Court spokesperson, now back teaching at the UP College of Law. Indicted. What does indicted mean? Okay, indictment is not usually a word that we use here in the Philippines. We just use the word charge. Indictment is an old Old, literally old English term you know, that the Americans use and the English use in their system. It is basically telling someone, you have committed a wrongdoing. Wait a minute. Uh, rewind. Yes. What do you mean that is a word we don't actually use here? You it does not appear in the rules of court. Then we only see it on media? It is a journalistic term. Lawyers understand it to mean someone is charged with a crime. But that's funny. I imagine a lot of journalists throwing in the term indictment because it sounds more legalistic. Yes. It, it sounds stronger than telling you you're charged with something. Okay. So he has been indicted and therefore uh, it's, a, it's a stronger word. Now let me pause here. Today I learned indictment is just a fancy term for charged. No difference. But this conversation with Tete runs longer. And in this particular discussion, we got into a lot of other terms from, for example, person of interest to suspect to defendant to convict. We will post that longer conversation as a separate podcast. Because we've had a number of conversations with Tete over the past two months, and it's all been so compelling that we've decided we will soon be launching another podcast to give you the fuller more comprehensive cuts of our interviews with Ted. Abanganang Te Talks. Subscribe to Puma Podcast and at the very least follow us on Facebook and Twitter so you'll know when it drops and message us for questions or topics you'd like us to take up with Ted Te. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episodes, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maraming salamat po. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 